discerning listeners, welcome to the Young'uns Podcast. I knew you'd be back. I knew you couldn't resist. A lot of people say, oh, I'm going to wean myself off the Young'uns Podcast. I need to wean myself off it. It's just taking up too much of my life. It's dominating too many of my thoughts. I think, what would David Eagle think here? What would the Young'uns do if they were in this situation? I need to wean myself off the Young'uns Podcast. <sighs> but you just can't. You can't resist it. It's absolutely fine. But the Young'uns Podcast, it has been proven that the Young'uns Podcast is safe. Absolutely safe to listen to. Uh, only problems start arising with those people who decide for some reason to snort the Young'uns podcast. Snorting the Young'uns podcast is not safe. It's a dangerous thing to do. Uh, sticking the Young'uns podcast up your bottom, on the other hand, absolutely fine. There's quite a few health benefits of doing that, actually. Anyway, but uh, regardless, you have chosen to listen to the Young'uns podcast with your ears, and I thank you very much for doing that. It's lovely to be talking to you. It's lovely to have someone to talk to, even if I can't actually see who you are. It's lovely just to know that I'm speaking to people because I've been sort of talking to myself around the house uh, over the last day or so. Primarily because it's just it's been quite an odd experience for me. For the last two weeks, I've been surrounded by people non-stop. We've been in Suffolk for the last two weeks doing residential projects, projects in schools. We did our singing weekend, our first singing weekend of the year. But I've been surrounded by people for that two weeks non-stop, even on the night because I've been sleeping with one of the other young'uns. Not like that. I just mean in the same room as one of the other young'uns. So I've been surrounded by people 24 hours a day, more or less. When I wake up, there's somebody there all the time. And on the last few days, I think, it'll be great to get home. You know, it's great to have some time to myself. And then I got home and it was a weird experience. I kind of, I got back to my house and there was nobody there. The people I'm lodging with, they're away for the next week. So it's just me in the house and I've got a week off. Sunday afternoon till Saturday off. I go up the stairs. I think this is going to be lovely. I go up the stairs and I shut the door to my bedroom and then I just stand there and I think, right, what do I do now? And I just stood there and I thought, I have absolutely no idea. I'm so used to being around people that I had no idea what to do. When I come back to my house, usually there's people there. So it's unusual for me to spend time away. And I realise I've I've not spent time by myself, really, for about two months or so. And I had no idea what to do. It was such a shock to me. So I thought... It might be quite nice. I think a lot of people use podcasts and radios and TV shows as distractions. So what I thought would be nice to do is I thought it might be quite nice to get to know ourselves. Be a little bit more introspective, maybe, and a little bit more contemplative. And just to kind of live in the moment, live in the silence. So let's see if we can do that together. Can we actually do it? Because, I mean, it's quite a fearful thing. I was quite almost terrified of the fact that I was spending this time by myself. So I think we should do it as a little bit of an experiment. As Alanis Morissette sang in Jagged Little Pill. Why are you so petrified of silence? Can you handle this? Let's see if we can. Let's just... See, I'm talking already. I'm trying to break the silence. Let's just see if we can... No, I can't do it. Bloody hell. Right, turn the music back on. Oh, you need distraction. You need music. You need something. So fear not, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for you. If you, like me, are constantly looking for distractions to blur out that niggling voice in your head that reminds you of your own mortality, the transience, impermanence and fleeting nature of life and that everything in time must one day wither and die. Everything that you know and love. If that is you, then you've come to the right place, my friends, because this is the creme de la creme of distractions for mortality. This is the Young'uns Podcast. Welcome! I don't know about you, but I thought that was a pretty good introduction there. I was uh, quite proud of that one. Uh, I will be honest, that wasn't my own work. That that introduction there was 
me modifying, actually, a discarded script from the Tony Blackburn Radio 1 show in 1967. That's how he was thinking of opening Radio 1, saying all that. Instead, he just went for, welcome to the exciting new sound of Radio 1. So one of the many things that I've been doing when I've been surrounded by people and not dealing with being in touch with myself, so to speak, that reminds me, I need to have a word with someone about taking that video off YouTube. Um, one of the things we've been doing is we've been to Portugal. So already this year, we've brought you Kansas, we've brought you Canada, we've brought you France, and now we're going to Portugal. And we went to the Costa del Folk Festival in Portugal, which is kind of a, is a bit of an interesting situation. It's like a British folk festival that has kind of been shipped over to Portugal. So it's kind of like we see a lot of the same people that we do at folk festivals only with their tops off. And given the average age of folk enthusiasts, they tend to be over a certain age. And uh, maybe it's a good job I'm blind. So we've got clips from our time in Portugal, part run by Mike Harding. We did an impromptu gig in a swimming pool where we were joined by lots of people in the swimming pool and also around the swimming pool on the balcony. So we'll play a few clips from that. And we have all sorts of other clips as well. But I'm not going to go into the details of that because you're listening to it. Why do I need to tell you what you're going to listen to? You're going to listen to it regardless, aren't you? Because I think we've built up that trust now, haven't we? Also, though, when we got to Manchester Airport, flying out to Portugal, in the airport queue, a few people behind us, was a celebrity. And the celebrity was Manchester United's football manager, Louis van Gaal. And we thought, wouldn't it be brilliant if he sat next to us? Then we could have a little interview with him on the podcast. But we thought the chances of that are uh, pretty slim. I mean, there's hundreds of people on this flight. The chances of him having the same seat next to us, let alone anywhere near us in the same aisle or anywhere, is quite slim. Well, we got on the plane and this is what happened. Okay, so we are on the aeroplane on the way to Portugal and we have an interesting person sitting next to us on the plane and that man is the manager of Manchester United Football Club, Mr Louis Van Gaal, who is literally sitting next to Sean and I am sitting next to... David Eagle challenge that David is upset with Sean Cooney. I'm not as upset. I think, oh yeah, yeah, I think you will. No, no, I'll be right next to him. I'll lean. Oh, you know, that, no, I think that'd be odd. We'll try and have a little chat with him. Maybe get him to um, admit he listens to the youngest podcast, but maybe that he he uses it as a kind of a galvanizer, as a rabble raiser for his team before the match. He gets whipped up into a frenzy with the youngest podcast. Maybe he used some of the sample to do some minute recipes to kind of get the players all buzzed and energized for the game. We can do a little, do a little sing as well. Yeah, we'll see. sing, John Ball. You can go we'll the words. If I mean, for all we know, he might be actually heading to the Costa del Folk Festival where we're heading. So we'll see what happens anyway. Do I have to swap seats? I'll lean over Sean. I've leant over Sean Cooney before. Do it again. Oh, what am I saying? We're on the broadcast. Oh. Sean. <laughs> Sean, if you just try and get something out of the thing up there and then swap seats with Dave. All right. We can't be throwing that in his face. Of course I've got to. Well, they've got to go to the room. It's not going to be here, say. I'm on about just talking to him first without him touching that. No, 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 no. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. It'll be fine. I'll explain. We're recording a podcast. We're recording a, a programme. 
Mr. Kerry, which was that you were saying you'd like to be nearer the window. See, I've done that there so it doesn't seem as conspicuous. That was quite clever, that little trick. What's that you're saying, Sean? You'd like to be nearer the window. Absolutely fine. I'll happily oblige. There you go. I think it worked. Suspicion has not been aroused. Uh, if you play the blind card, I think that'll really work. Well, I could do it like I don't know who it is. Well, you can hear everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could accident. I could go to the toilet, right? And then accidentally go, get in the. Ro- I could accidentally get in the wrong seat and sit on his knee. To be continued. Will I sit on his knee by accident or, or accidentally on purpose? What will happen? Find out as the podcast progresses. But before then, here are some clips from one of our gigs in the afternoon at the Costa del Folk Festival in Portugal. It was a lovely sunny day. It's quite a surreal experience, kind of performing on sort of the water's edge. There was water around us. The sun was shining. It was it was a really different atmosphere to anything that we've done before. So here are some clips from our first gig at the Costa del Folk Festival in Portugal. We've had a lovely, uh, we've had a lovely sing. We've had a lovely swim. It's been the most relaxing thing. I've not heard the news for the last two days. It's brilliant. I went back to the room in the hotel and I got a notification for the BBC News app. So I just thought I'd have a quick look. Big mistake. It was the uh, Tory conference. <laughs> oh, I'm all depressed now. I'm not in the mood to do this gig, so I just need to. Hang on a second. Ah! <laughs> right. Oh. We're fine, we can do this. Okay, Okay, I've got some bad news. Um, I've just suddenly realised, I think the temperature might have tipped over 30 degrees, and we've... Yeah, the Musicians' Union says we can't perform under them conditions. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to leave. Uh, We've had a couple of requests, as Dave said, and and this is from uh, Kate and Stuart from uh, Neon and Nottingham. Asked us to do this one, and they're not actually here. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we sing loud, can you just turn the sound up a little bit? You know, near Nottingham. You know, oh, my microphone's fallen off. Oh, is it really? Oh. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, the cellar tape in Portugal isn't as good as in Britain. <laughs> Unless we had the loser of the knobbly knee competition, maybe holding my microphones in place, that could be the booby prize. <laughs> Let's not talk about the nobly booby competition. Anyway, tapes arrived here. Tapes arrived. Well, look at this. They're well primed here. There you go, my friend. Let's have a round of applause for Chris, ladies and gentlemen. And the song we're going to do is a really important. Tell me about that, Michael. Uh, <laughs> the bullying going on here. I Again. Have you plugged it in? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
there's a bit of a satellite delay. The, the people doing the sound are doing it remotely via England, you see. Right. We'll have more Portugal clips as well. Mike Harding will make an appearance at some point, as will Lady Masery, the folk group Lady Masery. And, of course, we'll bring you more on this Louis van Gaal aeroplane adventure. So he's sitting next to us on the aeroplane. We're going to try and have an interview with him at some point on the flight. Let's rejoin our flight, myself, Mr Cooney and Mr Hughes, and Louis van Gaal. Will he make an appearance? Let's find out. Okay, so it's getting to the stage where it's very much now or never. Uh, We're just about to come into land. I think actually once we've landed will be the ample time to do it because the engine will be quieter and so you'll be able to hear the contact. I'm also aware that I'm going to have to reference the recorder quite quickly because it's, it's not particularly inconspicuous so he's going to see the recorder straight away so i think the best thing is to mention it we'll see what happens i think we've sean has got an excellent uh, idea and that is to, to break the ice by proffering a biscuit now the biscuit in question that we have is a figural we haven't, we haven't researched this we've not been on wikipedia or anything like this it's just all that we have with us at this moment in time is a figural but if we do manage to do this, we can probably get his views on figurals. Does he like them? Does he not like them? Again, play along fun, ladies and gentlemen. You've got a few minutes to consult with your friends and your family in the car or wherever you're listening to this. Does Louis van Gaal like figurals? We'll find that out. Will he record a little podcast jingle? And I think also we're going to try and hand him a young and CD as well in order in order to energise his players in the dressing room. And I think the young uns is the perfect thing to do that. Uh, I can imagine a bit of private hues going down particularly well as they kind of do their, their warm-ups and get really limbered up, you know. So we'll do that in a few minutes uh, once the plane has landed. Oh, I'm building the tension! Building the tension! What will happen? Find out very soon, but first we return to Portugal and now we're going to head to our first ever aquatic gig our first ever gig in water anyway let's head to portugal let's head to the poolside for the young'uns sing when you're swimming where we are joined by lady masery where they diddle rather than sing they don't sing words they just sort of diddle 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 it's just easy it's just because they can't be bothered learning words basically but they'll be doing a little bit of that and mr mike harding joins us first poolside in portugal we've been joined by mr harding he's recording as well He's recording it as well. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried. He's starting to record it. Are you not thinking about getting this as an exclusive for your podcast here? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beam it by satellite. Uh, are you going in the pool though, Mr. No, Harding? I've got me swimmers, and uh, in any case, oh I'm a danger to shipping me when I'm swimming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the words of, to paraphrase the words of Chumbawamba, we'll be singing. When we're swimming, oh, we'll be singing. Okay! Okay! We are well met, my friends, in this pool tonight. Though some of us are strangers to each other. The many past and the letters. I'm just really not taking my dirty tissue out of my bunk. The many past and the letters here may now mingle and unite as we swim. Down the swim pool together. We're <laughs> falling into this. Oh, I'm so wet. 
music starts. Open up your hearts. Let it glide like a fish in early morning. For no care or fear, tonight have no place here. They'll all soon disappear to the sound of swimming and singing. We thought we might start. We thought we might start with uh, a fitting shanty. And we thought if we all congregate in the shallow end of the pool. <laughs> congregate in the shallow end. Okay. Mr. Cooney. Yes. In your own key. I don't think it matters to you, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the least of our work. Here we go. So farewell, deep But basically, as we sing, Tony Chestnut knows I love him. And as we sing talk, we bend down to our toes. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> water. Knee. So it goes like this. I'll try and exemplify this. Tony Chestnut knows I love him. Tony knows. Tony knows. Tony Chestnut knows I love him. Only Tony singing, but you still go to your talk, so you go, and so Can you say, I'm so pleased we've got this camera to record this? We're recording this, it's amazing, we're recording this, we're recording this from all angles, I've got a digital recorder up there for our podcast, he's got it for YouTube, Mike Harden's recording it for his podcast. You know, it's a shame he's not on Radio 2, but this will definitely go national, this Keep it on the iPlayer for years. But anyway. <laughs> right. Are you ready? Okay, so we're going to do it. Here we go. Tony Chestnut knows I love him. Tony knows. Tony knows. Tony Chestnut knows I love him. Only Tony knows. Lady Misery. <laughs> Lady Misery, of course, are uh, diddlers. Only one of them's in the pool. One of them, what? They're not good in the pool. Right, well, Hannah's had a cup of tea. Well, it's all right, you two can do it. Hannah's <laughs> <laughs> bottled it because I said we should do some, she should do some clog dancing in the pool. <laughs> the middle, we're going to do diddle in the middle. Are we ready? 
in Royal Hill Chariots alone. outside the pool. Did you hear that on the balcony? Whoopers! <laughs> okay, so we're going to go, where you? Where No, you're going to whoop, you little idiot. You've never seen us before? <laughs> We've won an award, you know? <laughs> so, when Michael raises his right hand, people on the balcony, let's have a whoop! People in the pool. And yeah. Michael uses yeah. left hand. Are you ready? Woo! Oh! 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 Oh!
He swam away any time he got. Fala from the John Cherokee way. Fala from the John Cherokee way. Fala from the John videos of that doing the rounds somewhere or other have a, have a look for it if you want to see lots of people over the age of 60 splashing about in a pool uh, I mean you might be able to get a shot of Lady Maisry, I, don't, I have no idea I don't want to put the thought into your head I don't want. we don't encourage voyeurism on the Youngins podcast unfortunately as you heard Mike Harding did not join us in the pool so there won't be any underwater shots of Mike Harding so I know that's going to disappoint a few people we'll try again next year anyway from the pool to the plane we head right now we're taking you on a real journey through time and space here we're on the aeroplane and in the air with us is Manchester United's football manager Louis van Gaal and we're plotting trying to do an interview with him sort of covert because we want to record it Without having to say, hello, Louis van Gaal, we're recording a podcast. Would you mind if we start recording? So we have to kind of do it slightly covertly. But at the same time, it's very difficult to do it covertly because I've got a what is clearly a digital recorder in my hand and I'm sort of pointing it in his direction. That is what's going to happen if we actually speak to him. Let's find out what happened. So I suppose this is it now, isn't it? This is the moment. I've not been let off the hook. We have not crashed and died. We've survived the plane journey. I think this is the time to do it. I don't think it's going to be. We haven't got time to let it develop naturally. This is the moment. Until she shuts up. Right. I don't think there's any more excuses. This is the moment. This is the moment. Okay. Excuse me, my friend. Would you like a fig roll? Have you heard of the biscuit, a fig roll? Yeah. Oh, you have a fig roll. Oh, this is lovely. Like a, try one? a lovely biscuit. Now, I myself, I myself, am, oh yeah. What do you think of the fig roll? Is it nice? Before we, is it a nice fig roll? Do you like them? We're just waiting for the verdict. You don't like fig rolls. There you go. So now, there are some, there are some tabloid newspapers who would see that as an exclusive. Okay. There we are. Now, my friend's here, and I'm blind, so I cannot ver- verify this, but apparently you are Louis van Gaal, as in the Manchester United football manager. Is that right? Yes. Excellent. It's unbelievable when you are blind and you can see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Excellent. Now, the re- now, before we go, we 
we're, in a, we're a folk band. We're here to do a folk festival, a folk music festival in Portugal. And we record a podcast, like a radio show. So we were wondering if you would do us the honour of saying, my name is Louis van Gaal, and you're listening to the Young'uns podcast. That's the name of our group. Would you do that no, for us? No, I you don't, don't do that. You charge for that. <laughs> oh, no, I don't do that. You don't do that. He charges for Michael, give you a massage. Uh, he does very good massages. Instead of your figural. No, I don't do that. You don't do that. Well, that's absolutely fine. I think but being snubbed being snubbed by Louis van Gaal is enough for me. <laughs> there you are. Excellent. And this is a CD of our music, should you want to listen to it. Play it in the dressing room. Very no. good. There you are. Excellent. All right. Thank you very much, my friend. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. He's very quick to leave. Ah, no, he was really nice. For the first bit, we were getting on quite well. He was joking with us, and other people on the plane were were listening in, and and they were kind of laughing along as well. And it was so, it was going so well until we asked him if he would do a podcast jingle, and then it all went a little bit wrong. And he, he wasn't impolite. He, I think he was just pointing out that he's got media trait. He's got like media sponsors and things like that, so he, he's not allowed to do that. And he did try and explain that to us. At one point, though, he did say, "I will do a picture for you if you want," but I didn't hear that at the time. Nor. Did I hear? It was only until I listened to this back again did I actually hear one of the comments that he made. And I think he got a little bit confused about about the fig rolls. I asked Louis van Gaal, would you like a fig roll? And I explained to him what a fig roll was. But at that point, Sean hadn't got the fig rolls out yet. And then as I said that, Sean began to get the fig rolls out. And we handed a fig roll to Louis van Gaal, who ate the fig roll. Now... I think he got a bit confused as to what a fig roll was. Because as you hear, at this point, when I ask him whether he'll record a podcast jingle for us, he says, he, unfortunately, he's not allowed to do that. But then he says, while pointing to the digital recorder, apparently, he then says, please turn off the fig roll. No, Would you do that no, for us? No, you don't do that. You charge for that. Oh, no, I don't do that. You don't do that. He charges for Michael, give you a massage. Uh, he does very good massages. Instead of your fig roll. No, I don't. Do so I think Louis van Gaal thinks that a digital recorder is called a fig roll. Anyway, let's return to Portugal for our final clip. It's a bit of a long one. Mike Harding is back once again, as our Lady Masery. It's more of a late night atmosphere. Uh, there's quite a drunken audience. Many sangrias quaffed. I had a jug of sangria before doing this gig. See if you can tell. Well, uh, Michael was pinching the pennies a little bit earlier today because... Um, he had realised he was being charged for text messages, even though he apparently on some kind of plan or something. I don't know how he could afford a plan, you're a forky. How can you afford a contract, Michael? Dude, you're a little more than we are. And um, apparently he was being charged for these texts. It's very important. It was about it came to the sum of something like seven pounds or something you're being charged. So he rang them up. He was on the phone for about two hours with this company. They said, I think in the end they said, oh well we've actually yeah, we've realised we've made a mistake. That was a seven pound text, we'll clear that. However, you have to spend twenty pounds on the phone there was. <laughs> but it's the principle of the thing, isn't it, Michael? And anyway, so he then we then go swimming, and five minutes later, after this whole wrangling, this big argument on the phone, Michael then jumps into the pool, leaving his phone in his pocket.
Anyway, about the story, we were talking about fascists. Talking of fascists, Mr. Cooney, introduce the next song. Yes, it's uh, the Battle of Stockton. Um, we don't even have to sing the songs. You're happy just to sing the names. <laughs> We went around because it was 
their feedback forms on Jimbo, so we thought we'd have a look in a cursory glance. We'd make sure that it said the youngest Rex, otherwise Michael would accidentally put them in his pocket and then accidentally jump into the pool. farmyard animals from the market. But which farmyard animals? Well, that is up to you, ladies and gentlemen, the audience. It's also up to you as well, the audience, to impersonate the various farmyard animals. You know what you can do? We know why we did this last, because you've already done your feedback form, so it's too late now, we can embarrass you. You know what I think we should do? I think it's a great idea getting involved, but I think if we could get Mike Harding up to do the animal noise, Get up, 
Because that one was very keen to the interaction. Really stuck in that camera there's lips. Mr. Mike Harding thank you to Lady Maisery thank you to everybody who joined us in and outside the pool in Portugal thank you to Mr. Louis van Gaal I know you didn't give us permission but you know thank you very much for listening goodbye goodbye